This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello! Halflings! It's me, Jasper William Cartwright, and today I am joined by... Luyando Onati Lewis now, but everybody calls me Onati! And... Jeremy Cobb, but Chelsea Harris calls me the Cobb Goblin. (laughs) The Cobb Goblin! I love the Cobb Goblin. That's very good. Oh my god! This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragon. Full Prince vibe? Woof! <laughs> this makes them even more black! Cake glitches and bitches! And lands in the cusp of a teaspoon? Oh, no! On a nat 20. No! You think this is just a game? That's disgusting and I love it! Yeah. We're about to get into something real big now. Yes. I like this. It's uh, it, 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 when you first said it, I did uh, my mind did go somewhere a little rude first. Um, uh, Where just did your the, mind the, the, go? Uh, well, just the, the first letter of the. It's a whole. Uh, don't worry. It doesn't the matter. Knob we like the well, go- yeah, the knob effectively. Gobbler. Yeah, that was kind of effectively the where my brain. It, like, hey, look, I'm not saying it made sense. I'm just saying yeah. that's where my brain went. You know uh, what I mean? I, I thought of the Spider-Man villain. Well, yeah, oh, well, I, that was the second yeah. place, and that was the yeah. logical place. That was obviously, I think, or the D race. Was, yeah, that was the that, that was the first place I went. That was what they were going for. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, uh, it's just it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Fun fact. It yeah, it's, it's hot. I'll blame it on the fact it's that it's hot. hot. Fun fact: uh, the I knew about the hobgoblin in Spider Man before I knew about the Green Goblin. Uh, huh. I, there, I I had a VHS of the uh, animated show, like the '90s Spider-Man animated show, and mm. the first one I ever got was him fighting the Hobgoblin, and so I knew who the Hobgoblin was, but I did not know who the Green Goblin was for quite a while. I I always found that was like a very tricky thing with VHSs because like figuring out. Uh, like what order stuff went in because like it, mm. I, I used to get stuff from like the local blockbusters or something like r- rent stuff from there and like either my mum would go and just go oh he likes this thing and pick one up and I'd be like what this is like two seasons later or something yeah. and not have a clue what was going on or it'd just be completely different characters yeah like Digimon think- it's like the wrong yeah. set of Digidestined Yes, yeah. I think I had it with something like I think I genuinely had it with it was either Digimon or like Pokemon or something like that, and I remember being like, "Where's Brock? Where's Misty? These guys? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, he's got a Gyarados now? When did that happen?" (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I think since then, what was it? Sorry, just want to throw out that Ash never actually got a Gyarados, but Misty did eventually. No, yeah, Misty. That's what you said, Misty. Oh, but you said Don't he's shame got a Gyarados. Me. You said Misty. You said oh, I, he's I, I got did a say I did say he's got a Gyarados. I'm so sorry. I definitely did mean uh, Misty. Uh, I I'm, I have been shamed. I will hang my head in shame. Uh, Jamal, I am deeply sorry. Please, please allow me to continue on the show. Um, uh, I definitely pictured Jamal as the the Urkel, the Steve Urkel, and the Key and Peele. 
the key yeah, peel yeah. sketch have you guys ever seen the key yes sketch he really that's exactly Urkel? that is exactly who that is exactly who jamal is that yeah. is a perfect interpretation of who jamal is <laughs> maybe one day we should uh we should have him on the show this shadowy <laughs> eldritch figure yeah <laughs> just controls everything oh, so horrendous um Speaking of shadowy uh, <laughs> magical creatures that control everything. <laughs> oh no, this is the wrong class for that, my friend. That yeah, would have been really a great. Is. That would have been a great well, sub, uh, segue if we were doing warlocks. Warlocks, yeah. yeah. I feel like there is some wizards that do uh, have some shadowiness yeah. to them, you know, and I control agree. the battlefield with control spells. Sure. Will you give me that? Okay. I thank will. You. I will allow. Sure. It. I will so yeah, it. we're doing wizards, everyone. <laughs> um, we are here to do a deep dive on wizards. Uh, this has been a fun one for me, just my top line thoughts on wizards. Uh, it's been a fun one for me because I'm very daunted by wizards, a little bit like the original, uh, um, uh, uh, what's the one? It's gone out of my head now. Uh, the original rogue? The, the uh, it begins with A, and I can't, I've forgotten the ar- name of it. It's ar- gonna, Artificer? Artificer, why did that leave my brain? It's like, I feel like it's like the original Artificer for me. I was just a bit like, ooh, that seems like a lot, and it's definitely less than I remembered. I think it's just, spells are daunting in this game. That's, mm. you know, when you're first starting out, spells are daunting, and they have a lot of spells. Yes, they have the most. The most spells, um, as we will talk about. So, Jeremy, why don't you go ahead and start us off, uh, run us down, uh, for any of you who haven't listened to one of these before, what we tend to do is run down the actual class itself, then we each pick a subclass that we enjoy, and we run that down as well. Uh, then we usually do a little catch-up afterwards on our Patreon to do the rest of the subclasses. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you mm. like this and you want a little bit more uh, The Tasty Wizard, then you can. Uh, but, Jeremy, sorry, carry on. You. Well... Uh, I think the first thing to get out of the way with the wizard is prior to the artificer being released, uh, the wizard was the only class whose primary ability score was intelligence. Uh, Mm. Intelligence was only ever a secondary ability score for any, and maybe for like the rogue. It didn't really come into play at all for the martial classes, anything like that. Uh, Still doesn't really. Uh, Yeah, I guess there's there's not any like subclasses or whatever. Unless you're, well, yeah, it would be Arcane Trickster or Eldritch Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's a couple, yeah, kind of that. Both of which, by the way, use wizard spells. Um, Wizards, in contrast to, uh, let's see, we already covered is, what is the other primary spellcaster we've covered? Or is this the first? Is this the first primary spellcaster? Uh, yes. No, actually, I think this is. Oh no, we did bards. Yeah. We did bards. We did bards. In contrast bards. to bards who get their uh, get their magic from their connection to artistic ex- expression uh, and you know the art that exists in the world around them, wizards get their magic through careful study, uh, mm. careful and relentless study. They are the bookworms of the magic set. So much. Yes. So much planning into libraries. Uh, Too much planning into libraries. All that time spent with the books is reflected by their 1d6 hit die. That is rough. Tied the sorcerer for the lowest. So rough. 1d6. They have spent a lot of time around dusty books, uh, probably have some spots on their lungs from the mold and so forth (laughs) that they've ingested (laughs) just from breathing in all these dusty rooms. Um, That's the... it's not very good uh, HP at all. It's not mm, good. Uh, you tend to be made of tissue paper, especially at low levels. Um, however, uh, gets better because they have no armor proficiencies. Yeah, they have Woo-hoo. no proficiency in armor or shields, which mm-hmm. means that Yay. 
unless you take a feat or go or, or uh, opt into a subclass that gives you a proficiency or multi-class, multi-class uh, your yeah. wizard is stuck with ten plus whatever decks you give them for their AC. Mm. Uh, mm. Wizards, Tasty. wizards, yeah. not built for uh, close combat. Very no. much not built for close combat. I, I would recommend just up the top here is that with intelligence being pretty much the only stat that you really need to worry about unless you're doing something like with a different flavor or etc like you know a high charisma or something you could definitely take some high con like i would recommend mm. if you've got a high yeah. uh, constitution mm. like uh, uh if you could get an extra plus three or even plus mm-hmm. four if you really pushed it uh every level it's gonna make a whole chunk of difference when you're only getting a d6 like yep. <laughs> to, to add on like yeah so yep. definitely uh, go with some high con if could you can really, yeah high con and or high dex both of those options yeah could just be to get out of the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> con and also those are both good for saves you probably want good mm. wisdom too because if yeah. you get hit by some of this stuff you can't take much damage you just don't have Ooh. it yeah. um, and you can't no, heal either that's the we'll other thing that, we're gonna, I'm gonna yes. get to that in a second uh, but first I want to point out that wizards do get to use they are proficient in daggers darts slings quarterstaffs and light crossbows I would not suggest using a quarterstaff uh, because it would require you to get in close close uh, yeah. Do not probably do better that. to use yeah, a sling idea. or really a light crossbow. Uh, yeah. And you are proficient in intelligence and wisdom saving throws because you are all about the mind. You start with two skills, choosing from arcana, history, insight, investigation, medicine, and religion. Uh, most of those are intelligence-based skills, and so they should you should have solid uh, skill scores if you opt for high intelligence, which, mm. unless you are intentionally building a less mechanically effective wizard, you should. Um, the, uh, starting equipment, that ver- that really depends on what you uh, what you do, like, in terms of, like, how you actually play the game, because some people don't actually use the starting equipment. But mm. uh, the relevant parts for the, be- the next little bit here are the you can start with either a component pouch or an arcane focus, and you mm-hmm. can also start, and this is almost, in about 100% of cases, going to be necessary, a spell book. Now mm. this is this is the part where wizards get tricky, I think, in, for a lot yes. of people in contrast to yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. other classes, and a little overwhelming, I think, for some people. So hopefully yeah. we can try and debug some of this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it's easier so, to get your head around. <laughs> uh, because wizards are all about study, uh, in contrast to clerics. Uh, who have like a list of spells that their their deity has granted them, and then they can choose mm-hmm. to prepare them. Uh, mm-hmm. Wizards have a, have to copy spells into their spell book. That's where their list of spells is. Uh, so the they start at first level. You know three cantrips from the wizard spell list, and then you can gain additional cantrips as you gain levels. Uh, so cantrips are simple enough that you just always know them. But once you start getting into leveled spells. Uh, I think it's a little bit trickier to hold all that in your mind. So at first mm-hmm. level, you have a spell book containing six first level wizard spells of your choice. Mm. Uh, the spells that you add to your spell book as you gain levels reflect the arcane research you conduct on your own, as well as intellectual breakthroughs you've had around, about the nature of the multiverse. Uh, you can also find other spells during your adventures, which is a big thing in contrast to most other uh, classes where they're not really as basically the, uh, that brings me to the next point, which is you can mm-hmm. copy a spell into your spell book. There's no mm-hmm. mechanic in the other classes that allows you to just add spells that you find. Uh, whereas yeah. with wizards, you can find 
copies of spell scrolls. Uh, maybe you find you find a teacher who's willing to train you in mm-hmm. in one specific spell. You find some arcane like rune scratchings on the wall. Exactly. And you're like, I'm gonna try some yeah. crazy dark magic from a forgotten time. It's it yours. <laughs> I like this a lot because it adds a mm. level. It adds an element of exploration and discovery into the wizard and leans into that whole uh, studious part of it because you're not just like sitting in a dark room anymore now you can be like an Indiana Jones type like you're out there exploring uh, maybe not raiding uh, other people's cultures but (laughs) exploring uh, and gaining more knowledge and when you find a wizard spell of first level or higher you can add it to your spell book if it's of a level for which you have spell slots and if you can spare the time to decipher and copy it Uh, so I'll read the text exactly as it's written here just so it's clear Copying a spell into your spellbook involves reproducing the basic form of the spell, then deciphering the unique system of notation used by the wizard who wrote it. Uh, You must practice the spell until you understand the sounds or gestures required, then transcribe it into your spellbook using your own notation. Now, what does that mean for you as the player? What that means is, for each level of the spell, the process takes two hours and costs 50 gold pieces. The cost represents material components you expend as you experiment with the spell to master it, as well as the fine links you need, or excuse me, the fine inks you need to record it. Once you have spent this time and money, you can prepare the spell just like your other spells. So what that means is, if you find a first level spell, just mm-hmm. somewhere out in the world, uh, for two hours and 50 gold pieces, you can add it to your spell book. If you find a fifth level spell, and you can cast fifth level spells out there in the world, you for 10 hours and uh what is that 250 gold pieces you can copy it into your spell book so it gets harder and more costly to gain mm. higher level spells this way uh now this is not the that only is expensive yes. as well like yes. in game terms that is not cheap That's 50 gold pieces i think it's described as like a gold piece or two is like a good wage for like a week or something yeah so like 50 pieces is yeah Hell of money. <laughs> I will say, hopefully, by yeah. the time you're able to be casting level five spells or fifth level spells, yes. you can get you've got a, bit you have a lot of money. <laughs> like yeah, you yeah, may yeah, have yeah, saved yeah, a kingdom yeah. or two. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a wealthy benefactor. Um, <laughs> but you can, uh, if your book is, if you, like, say you find another spell book and you're like, oh, I want to copy my spells into this book. Or say the DM introduces, like, some magic spell book that has some special properties. You can replace your current spell book by copying uh, a spell from your own spell book into another book um if you wanted to admit, uh this is just like copying a new spell into your spell book but faster and easier since you understand mm. your own notation and already know how to cast the spell you only need one hour and 10 gold pieces for each level of the copied spell so that yeah. fifth level spell now becomes five hours and 50 gold, and 50 pieces, gold pieces to copy yeah. it uh and if this, you can use the same process uh if you lose your spell book or say your spell book is destroyed uh, mm-hmm. however the difference here is um if you lose your spell book you can only use this procedure to transcribe the spells that you have prepared into a mm. new spell book um yep. so essentially wizards function like clerics or druids where you have an established spell list that you can prepare spells from it's just that in your case your established spell list isn't some nebulous thing where it's just you just have access to these spells it's in your book it's in your uh, book. Yeah. so it's an it's a i would say it's a fun it's, bit of flavor and an extra complication 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it is, it is, there is definitely a give and take scenario there. Like it, the, 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 the take is that you can take any spell. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I think that's very, very cool. Like mm. that you can, you can reach across the aisle and be like, hello, <laughs> thank you. Um, but that's true. The, I, I think it doesn't, uh, oh no, it is a, it does specify wizard spells. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. But I mean, it's like, but you're, but I think when you're, uh, crafting them, you can kind of be like, oh, okay, well, I realize I need this now. Like, you're not mm. backed into a corner like you are. Like, that's one of the things I find a bit frustrating with, like, sorcerers, for instance, is that you kind of just go, I've got this now, and then you get to, like, level 15, and you're like, well, some of these spells are so useless to me because yeah. I I do that with other things or just innately yeah. now or, you know, so I think that's kind of fun is that it does give you that kind of flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I also think it leaves a lot of room for you to potentially create spells I, I i actually thought that before this that wizards were the only ones that created spells i thought that was what their shtick mm. was is that they could make their own i think it is we've actually established now that like it is other spellcasting yeah like, theoretically any spellcaster could um yeah. but i think it, it it makes a very easy like this is the monetary value for doing so it might just we might like up the you know hours and money to as you're trying to figure it out for yourself right but I feel like as a DM, I would be generous to players and be like, hey, look, like, I'm not going to make you go out and find all of these or whatever. Like, I'm going to, or, or like, you know, sacrifice whatever. If you've got an idea of a spell that's similar to a different one, we can reskin it. We can, do you know what mm. I mean? I think you can definitely do that. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you can plausibly say your character came up with that idea or whatever, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and also, they do suggest that many wizards, for the reason that, for the sole reason that you can lose your spell book or have it destroyed, uh, many wizards keep backup spell books in a safe place. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you can also decide what your book looks like. So, yeah. who knows? Maybe it's I, not even like a physical book. Maybe it's like yeah, you have like a notebook. I, I, yeah. Yeah, uh, I kind of thought, I feel like it would like be cool memento. if they came up with some, yeah. <laughs> it's all tattooed all over your body. Tattooed on yourself, yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Uh, I, I feel like it'd be cool if they came up with, they they provided some sort of potential alternatives to the spellbook. Like, I just feel like it just it's a very specific thing to have like a book that I scribe in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's, there could be other ways I feel like you, you could Like a spell that. vessel, some, some vessel yeah. where you record your spells. Yeah, yeah, even if like even if it was a bit like the warlock, or whatever. Like you make a little antechamber for yourself where you go in and you just etch it on the wall like a mad person, like <laughs> oh, like a I've pocket got... dimension, like yeah, yeah, like you go in there and like you know, I just feel like there's well, ways it could be you your could mind flavor palace. It. Maybe it's like your mind yeah. palace. Yeah, 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 uh, that would be fun. Like if you've got, I mean, if you've got such high intelligence, like I, yeah. I buy that you could do that. And then make if you get like mind feebled, then maybe you lose it. Yeah, you yeah. build it. You know, that could be like the version of losing a spellbook. Because if yeah. you get your brain juiced (laughs) blended smoothie ew Uh, I wanted to throw out an idea in like a more modern setting it could be cool to have your spell book be like an audio book or yeah, like, like an iPod yeah. playlist yeah. that you have. Yeah, even a dictaphone, like you're pressing the button, the, yeah. all the, the thing. You just have like a digital, like on an MP3 player, you're like cycling <laughs> yeah. through the list. Uh, or, or like on your cell phone, you have a notes, like you're cycling through all of your notes and stuff. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. But anyway, uh, we've already established that you can prepare spells from your spell book. Um, mm-hmm. You it, Pretty much all the spell casting beyond that is the same. 
Um, mm-hmm. you, you have spell slots that you use. It's all of that is the same. You just use intelligence in contrast to the other ones. Uh, spell save DC again, it's the same eight plus your proficiency bonus, plus your primary, uh, spell casting ability modifier, which in this case is intelligence, uh, and mm-hmm. your spell attack modifier is proficiency bonus plus intelligence modifier. All that's the same wizards in contrast to some other classes can cast ritual spells. Uh, there are mm-hmm. some classes who can and other classes who can't, I can't remember mm-hmm. off the top of my head, which ones can and can't, but essentially, ritual casting, I believe, allows you to extend the casting time, multiply it by 10. 10, uh, yeah. Or unless it's like one action, then it becomes a minute. If it's one minute, minute, then it's 10 minutes. If it's one hour, it's 10 hours. If it's one minute, I think it becomes an hour. No, no, no. If it's one minute, it's 10 minutes. Yeah, Um, yeah, uh, And basically, you do that in exchange for not losing a spell slot. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and you cool. don't have to have the spell prepared as long as you have the spell in your spell book. Which ah, that's cool. I didn't I, know that actually. Cool. Yes, that's I a, don't remember if that part is the same for all classes, but I think. But it is also like it, it. Is this the case that uh, y- you can cast anything ritually, or is it literally just the spells that specifically say you can ritual cast? Yes, is that uh, still the case? Yeah. There are specific spells that have a ritual spell. Okay, yeah. Tag I, just, I, I didn't know yeah. whether you were saying that some that this class could do it for all spells. I was like, well, no, that would be insane. insane. That would be wild. That would be crazy. Uh, <laughs> way broken, way way yeah, broken. Yeah, I was like, I mean, that's wish I, uh, without expending yeah, a without expending a spell, a spell, spell slot? slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be cool. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah, and times that by a thousand, that t- uh, action time, and then we'll talk. <laughs> uh, and then each time, now, I want to clarify, because you don't ju- it's not, it should not be true that the only, unless you really want to play that way, uh, the only way that you can add spells to your spell book is just by finding them. This isn't like just some treasure hunt. Uh, you actually do get to add automatically two wizard spells of your choice to your spell book every time you gain a level. Uh, Mm -hmm. They must be of a level for which you have spell slots. Uh, But then, you know, you can just fill that out with additional spells. And that's a fun thing that DMs... It's basically a fun dimension of the game that uh, other classes just don't get in terms of adding additional spells that way. Uh, And And uh, it's still one of my favorite elements of... uh, Whenever I listened, uh, used to listen to Critical Role, it's just uh, Liam's character, I'm just going off to get paper! (laughs) Every new city they went to just went and spent like 200, 300 gold pieces worth of gold on just paper to scribe his spells. Oh my god. It was so funny. Every single time they got to a new city, like, you know where I'm going? He he eventually Uh, becomes encumbered just because of the weight of his spell Just the weight of paper. (laughs) Yeah, paper ain't light, man. No. Uh, And then I guess the final starting thing that we should discuss is arcane recovery. Uh, Mm -hmm. Once per day, when you finish a short rest, you can choose expended spell slots to recover. Uh, spell slots can have a combined level that is equal to or less than half your wizard level rounded up, and none of the spells can be sixth level or higher. So they give the example, uh, if you're a fourth level wizard, you can recover up to two levels worth of spell slots. Uh, you can recover either a second level spell slot or two first level spell slots. Mm. Um, wizards are one of the only classes that can do this. Warlocks get all their spells all back All of it back, but they only get like three spell slots. Yes. Like, it's like really minimal how many yeah. spell slots you get. It's yeah. painful. Because all oh, you do so it is Eldritch sad. Blast and then you're hitting things, but then occasionally so you get to do something sad. cool and big. <laughs> uh, and so I believe Circle of the Land Druids can do something similar to this. I'd have to look at the exact language of it, but they can sure. also regain at least one spell. So I think it's basically the same thing. They can regain cool. spell slots after a short rest, but it's limited. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's a very nice thing. It's a big old perk. Uh, and I didn't mention this yet, but in terms of the spell list, wizards have the longest list of spells that they can learn from. They are the bard may, bards 
may be the most versatile class in terms of what role you can fill, but wizards have the most versatile spell list. Uh, yes. The only thing they cannot do is heal. Yes. Okay. Everything yes. else they are either almost the best at or potentially the best at, uh, okay. depending on what subclass you're choosing. Uh, wizards yeah. make incredible blasters. They make really good utility. A lot of different things. They could do just area control. Is, yeah. the area control. I think they might be the best. At jet, like generally, I don't think that when you get to a higher level, mm. some of those spells and then layering on some of the abilities, whoo! It gets it gets really cool for area awesome. control stuff. Like I think, yeah, that's the way I I, I want to do uh, this. But yeah, I, um, do we do want to do? Why don't we do some like quick thoughts on wizards just generally and then we could do some uh, maybe some gestures, suggestions for potential uh, races as well like lineages or whatever yes because um, that's what we normally do some, we throw out some just ideas of what you know some cool stuff that people might uh, yes the race uh, list have a go with um, should we do the race list first or yeah uh, yeah okay. let's let's do that let's just throw out any potential uh, the, cool options okay well if we're going basic handbook uh, the obvious choice is the gnome uh, because they get a plus yeah. two to plus intelligence. Two. Yeah. yeah. Um, beyond pass. that, there you'd want something. I unless you're playing by the Tasha's rules that allow you to. Uh, yes, as always. Your, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, or if you just want to build a non-optimized wizard, uh, unless you want to do all of that stuff, uh, you should pick something that has a, a has a boost to intelligence. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Tieflings get a plus one. Not oh. ideal. Uh, yeah. But hey, it's better than nothing. Um, then. The only there are not very many races that get boosts to intelligence. Hobgoblins get a plus one, uh, which you don't hear a lot about, about a lot of hobgoblin wizards. That would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Yuan-Ti purebloods get a plus one to intelligence. Uh, feral tieflings get gif. Uh, I've got some, yeah. I was going to say I've got a couple. That I think would be very cool um, potential options. Yeah. Um, a final one is the is the Vidalcan. The, oh. the Vidalcan and the Gnome are the, the did I just say Gnome? The, gnome. <laughs> the Vidalcan and the Gnome <laughs> are the only two races that naturally get a plus two to intelligence and sure. therefore are technically, mechanically speaking, the best choices for a wizard at like just but a basic level. As we always say, Tasha's rules, uh, it's officially like D&D &D, like canon now. Just tell your DM, Tasha's rules, I'm just yeah. going to pick a different thing and, and have a plus two to intelligence. Yeah. My yep. suggestion is going to be though, even if you wanted to keep it the same, uh, I love the idea of a gif wizard. Uh, I think the gif uh, just have some cool abilities that just, uh, the, especially if you went for the, uh, is it the gif sarai? Let me just double check that I'm getting that right, that it is actually the I think it is the gif sarai. Uh, yeah, the gifts that are, you get like a plus two to your wisdom uh, uh, and a plus one to intelligence, uh, which not like overall the best, but wisdom could be useful. Uh, but I also just like the fact that you get uh, advantage against being charmed and frightened, which could be really fun. And then you get things like you get mage hand for free and you get to cast shield uh, from third level onwards, I believe, and then detect mm -hmm. thoughts from fifth level. Uh, so just cool little spells that aren't going to take up a, a slot or you don't have to learn them. And yeah. My yeah. other big suggestion, and I quite like this, a Warforged, just because I feel <laughs> like you get a good constitution in there, then you get a plus one to intelligence, and I'm pretty sure you get a natural bonus to your AC, if I'm not wrong. Oh, yeah, because you can Warforged. choose with a Warforged. You can just choose a plus yeah, one to get... one other ability score. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then you get a plus one to your, you can get plus one to your AC, um, mm. and mm. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Or a total. You can also go for a total to ensure yeah. high armor class. Uh, yeah, because uh, you're wizards. squishy. 
Because you're very squishy underneath. Uh, changelings. I forgot to mention, changelings also get a plus one to an ability score. So mm. you could build like you could build a charisma wizard. Yeah, mm. for sure. For sure. Yeah. You could like even, maybe, uh, maybe you've like been, maybe you couldn't afford to attend an academy. And so you've been like posing as other students just to nice. be able to sneak yeah. in and learn yeah, there yeah, this yeah, whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that's very, very nice. cool. And every day you get kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> like every day by the end of the day, someone goes, well, you just don't, you don't go here. And yeah. then they, and then you just, new day, different new day. student. Here I go. <laughs> you know what I just realized though? You know what could also work uh, mm. are the mm. gothic lineages because yes. Ooh, yeah. with those, you get to choose which two mm. you increase just automatically even if you're not playing by the tasha's rules that's just how those lineages function so dampier hex blood and reborn could all make good wizards yeah very good very cool i like that that would mm -hmm. make I, I mean i think that uh that flavor wise as well very fun i feel like yeah. for a wizard yeah. very very fun to be um undead and it also kind of plays into you know you can play into being a bit squishy naturally then as well as opposed to just like i am a frail old wizard <laughs> you know just, like just because you, you're extra ripe just because you're like a well, little yeah, bit extra I mean, if you're, ripe. If you're a little you're a little uh little, you're a little um ooh, that's better bits just falling off there but oh, let me oh, oh, let me get oh, that oh. for you <laughs> let me just <laughs> but i mean dude the thing is reborns get advantage on death saves and they don't yeah. need to eat sleep or breathe so Hell yeah that makes you a lot harder really, yeah really, really it's pretty useful. good yeah I like if you get into trouble, just dive underwater and just, yeah. just sit Stay at the bottom. There. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, at least projectiles will have disadvantage trying to hit you. So, yeah. like, you know, like that's a, uh, you might still have line of sight as well. So, who knows? That's a potential option. Yeah. Um, also, I actually would like to throw out Tabaxi if you were going to use Tasha's rules, just because their, their hypermobility around the battlefield could be really, mm. really helpful just to get in the hell out of dodge if you get mm. in, into trouble. Yeah. Um, I feel like that could be fun. Uh, by the same token, Tritons, uh, mm. if you're playing by, uh, if you're playing in a, um, in a, in a, like, seafaring campaign, uh, yeah. Tritons can just automatically breathe underwater, as as can some kinds of Ganassi. Uh, they can just be fine, like underwater, mm. which could provide like a cover for you. Like, say you're on the sea, you're on the high seas, and you basically have the, you can have like this trick if you're on a ship where you basically tie a rope around yourself and hop off the side of the boat, yeah. uh, and just yeah. be dragged <laughs> along like under the water, uh, just <laughs> blasting above you, and you have like a little periscope. <laughs> Like poking yeah, out just a little. <laughs> so that you can see clearly and you're just. <laughs> that yeah. would be nice. so funny. I've actually, there's a, a potentially part of my subclass would be fun for this build as well. So I'll, we can get into that in a bit. Um, beautiful. Uh, any thoughts generally on the wizard uh, before we dive into like what we'll do the what the wizard gets um, as like a base and then we'll go into subclasses. I guess that probably makes mm. sense. Uh, so yeah, just any thoughts on the wizard? I think. I'll jump in. I, I think for me, the only thing is I'd like some more suggestions on what your spellbook could be. I feel like there's there's more scope, and I would say I'd encourage people to like just find out what a spellbook is for your wizard. Like, because yeah. I, 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 me as a DM, I'd be very, very open to like not just going with a book and have to uh, DM describe you spending hours uh, just writing away in your book. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's, yeah. there's more, like, you know, going into a, tra like if it's a mind palace, going into like a trance for four hours and your, your head shifting around like Doctor Strange style. <laughs> 
style. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. that could be a cool version or whatever. Um, I'd still want there to be a cost, though, because oh hell yeah, that should definitely be. Yeah. The, it's built into the the even the subclasses that you're supposed to have like advantage on, or not advantage, but you're supposed to have an easier time uh, copying certain kinds of spells. But mm. so I, I you have well, to I'd work like, on whatever. If you, if you had like a ritual, for instance, in that case, I'd say like, oh, you've got a ritual you need to perform, uh, which takes X amount of hours, and you need like uh, these like incense or certain types uh, of yeah, like crystals, much, yeah. or yeah. do you know what I mean to like set the ritual up that yeah, allows like you to kind of go into the state. Everything. Do you know what I mean of which you can do it, and it still takes the same amount of hours mm. and stuff like and that. And you still have to spend the gold pieces on the yes, materials on for the, the ritual stuff. and stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Or if you're getting uh, tattoos, you have to pay for the ink and pay for the artist. Yes, it's really, really expensive. I mean, like I, I've only ever had to deal with a wizard once in a game of mine, and then we just sort of built it into his schooling and tutelage, and it was just a room that would be any scenario required for him to master and learn a spell. So we didn't have to describe him sitting down and writing it down into his book. He had to just keep replaying it and losing every time until he got it right. Uh, so we just had cool. these really fun like combats. A like a trial room type. Yeah, it's yeah like a that's trial very room. cool. Like really uh, like fun the X-Men, combats. The X-Men. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The cere- there's like a cerebral, yeah. yeah, yeah, simulation type uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember yeah. the name of the room. I'm ashamed yeah. of the fact I can't remember the name of the room. Because I just got so sick and tired of describing libraries. I just like <laughs> if I have to talk about one more library and play this librarian one more time, I'm gonna freak <laughs> Is out. Is it the same librarian all, every time? Yeah, it's the same librarian because she appears wherever you go into the library. She just exists in all of them at once, and all she ever does is go. <laughs> and it's really frustrating. <laughs> She's like Nurse Joy or Officer Jenny. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. it's not clear what like they claim to be sisters, but it's just her. But it's yeah. definitely <laughs> just her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy that. Oh. I think, and then I think because if you do that, then I think it really gives you a, like so much potential for flavor and to, like you said, because you effectively get a free hit on your next, um, uh, your next stat. Like you don't really have to worry too much about the next stat. Like we said, but advise constitution so you're not that mm. squishy but you mm. could uh, you know absolutely like you said if you went for like uh i don't know if we're either any of us are doing it but if you went for like blade singing or something or w- even war mage i think which mm. are definitely subclasses to help you be a bit more combat focused you could then flavor them differently you, you know you could uh, even go strength or or dex or something like that do you know what i mean that could be yeah that could be fun oh, cool. um I enjoy versatility. It's, it's good. Oh. Yeah. Actually, I, I haven't even really looked at either of those classes. I wonder if they're similar to some of the Artificer ones where it lets you uh, substitute your intelligence instead of a physical stat. I think I or think like could be wrong. Warlock. Yeah, I think it could be wrong. Right. Yeah, it's like you, you get to add like your intelligence to like attack roll, like melee attack rolls or something. Like it'd, be something okay. it'd be something like that, I think. But I could be wrong uh, because I, I there's there's a lot of class, subclasses yeah. uh, for this. Uh, for, I think for the, the wizard, second so. most, I think is the second most for the wizard. Which uh, makes sense. The They're kind of like the OG, right? Of this, like, I feel like if you think fantasy, even if you don't think Eurocentric fantasy, you still think of a version of a wizard. Do you know what I mean? Whether it be yeah. like a witch doctor or whether it be, do you know what I mean? Like there's so many... Yeah. You know, shaman. I think even like though them, they probably go more into wizard and, and, and druid. You know, yeah. So they're kind of the OGs. Yeah. Um, noise. Should we start talking about some subclasses? Yeah. Oh no, sorry, we've got to do the. Uh, sorry, oh. we've got to run down what the actual wizard gets. Uh, apologies. Uh, the cool stuff that they get. Um, you do get your, but I mean, speaking of the subclasses, you do get an arcane tradition starting at second level. Uh, ah, which are yes. your subclasses. Which are um, your subclasses. 
The that was what I was going to do. Yes. I was going to run through the schools of magic. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> part of the reason that there are so many wizard subclasses is because there is one for every single school of magic. Yes. Uh, and we thought this would be a good thing to just run through just to kind of clarify. Because also, DMs out there, it's good to just good to know. Because um, generally as well, I tend to find one of my least favorite questions to have to answer is, oh, I cast a tech magic or whatever it is. Uh, can I find out what school of magic this is? And I'm like, oh, God, I have no idea because I've homebrewed this thing. Uh, so I feel like <laughs> it's good to just have a really baseline familiarization with the schools of magic. Yeah. Uh, and I found something which I will try and put in the show notes uh, from the the real uh, the, the, the real the alpine dm uh it's just like a the very simple the real alpine dm, alpine, alpine DM. <laughs> oh, no. um, yeah. uh just like a very basic uh kind of like simple this like uh, headline this is what the schools are so i'm just gonna run through this real quick so we've got school of conjuration uh this is pulling a rabbit out of a hat uh it's just making objects appear disappear it can be living things it could be objects uh there's a whole bunch of stuff um and this is also uh i guess like yeah it's just summoning stuff out of uh, thin air uh, and I guess um, there is a few there's a potentially a few crossovers with this one um, like uh, banishment uh, isn't this uh, even though you're making something like disappear because that goes into a slightly different school but anyway uh, but some spells that are in this find familiar uh, conjure elemental uh, plane shift wish they're all uh, conjuration uh, necromancy. This is an interesting one because I didn't. I, I I've seen this a few in a few different places, and I would be up for. I would be up for this in being implemented in my, in my game. Healing spells should be necromancy. That's my opinion. That's what I think. That's oh, so I you think that the necromancer should get healing spells? I think they should get healing spells because I think oh. it's about the ebb and flow of life more than it's yeah. just about like dead things. Do you know what I mean? I think it's yeah. like, it feels really restrictive for anyone who's trying to do like any kind of necromantic build. Like, oh, you can only kill things or bring things back once they are dead. Um, but, uh, and I like things like revivify it. Like that's, I don't think that's actually a, uh, necromancy spell. And I don't understand why that wouldn't be a necromancy spell. That's, uh, I think it is. Are you sure? I think, I, all, resurre- I think all resurrection spells are necromancy spells. I'll check oh, real okay, quick, cool. though. Yeah, revivifies cool. necromancy. You oh, okay, just don't cool. get it, it as a it wizard. Is, it is. But anyway, I, yeah, I think I think that you should get access to healing spells. Uh, I, I don't agree. I think that would in, over-centralize the meta, so to speak. That? <laughs> because it's, I, at that point, you now have a wizard who has access to everything a wizard can do, and then can also <laughs> resurrect. Yeah, I'm not saying necessarily the wizard should get it. I'm just saying, as I just think generally spell uh, healing spells should be in under the uh, necromancy umbrella. I th- uh, I like stuff like healing, healing word and things on. Oh really? They What's are, healing word? No, they are. I should have. I should have, should have prepared this given this oh, is the dang. point I was making. Because I know the resurrection <laughs> spells. The resurrection <laughs> spells are are necromancy. Let me find. Like raised dead is. Uh, reincarnation does not appear to be. Evocation, which feels weird. Interesting. Yeah, feels weird. See, see, that's what I, that, that was the point I was making. Sorry, apologies for I'm any with confusion. you there. That was the point I, I was agree making. With was you now. Healing spells <laughs> should yes. be under the necromancy. Not saying that necromancers uh, or uh, school of necromancy should get access to these spells uh, because uh, I'm I kind with of you agree right with there. you. Uh, it's just yeah, just because I think it's the ebb and flow of life, right? It's it, that's yeah. the yeah. that's the whole thing of um, necromancy. Uh, evocation. We'll go on to that one next. Uh, this is uh, this is your kamehameha. This is your this is like the the blasty blast 
cast uh, it's mm. the different elements it's mm. uh, like raw magical energy uh, so here you've got burning hands you've got fireball uh, you've got meteor swarm what a spell <laughs> lightning uh, bolt what a spell lightning bolt uh, yeah anything that's like pure arcane energy uh, yeah. that, which whether that's an elemental effect or not that's that's yeah, going to fall into evocation can we can blasty. we use a rabbit metaphor because we use the gonjuration is pulling oh, the rabbit yeah. out of the hat okay cool so we're bringing the rabbit like back to life back with, to life this is making the rabbit blow up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is stay still, bunny. <laughs> I want to try something. <laughs> Having a um, rabbit flamethrower. <laughs> oh my god! You grab the ears. <laughs> that would be very. That would be kind of cool. That like would be a cute tail rabbit. to prime it. Be cute. Yeah, <laughs> very cute. Aww. You know, Unati is going to ask for one of these in a future campaign at some point. <laughs> yeah. A flamethrowing rabbit is absolutely like a flamethrowing rabbit companion is absolutely something that Unati now wants. Yes, I do. That's adorable. <laughs> it could be your spellcasting focus. Is the rabbit? Oh my <laughs> All gosh. of the spells just come out of the rabbits. <laughs> if you get the lucky feet, then it's because you took. Uh, then it's what the rabbit's feet. Is yes. like the, the source of the lucky feet. It just like it shakes. A, it shakes a leg, and a new like a, a, just like a, a, a like a new foot grows out, and the old one falls off, and you get it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god! It's like a lizard. <laughs> yeah, so if you put on it, this is okay. We, we can move on. <laughs> it takes like weeks to grow back, like an amphibian. Uh, That's awesome. Oh dear. Uh, so then we have abjuration. Uh, this oh. is uh, this is shields, protections. Um, this is working with pure forces of evil or good um it's sort of like i guess it's kind of close yeah it's 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 protection but and like i warding. guess it could be yes oh. warding that's the word i was looking for so this would be um, uh if you try to if you use your dark powers to keep the eldritch rabbit from crossing over to our plane mm-hmm. uh or otherwise mm-hmm. banish the rabbit back yes. into the confines of the hat yes Absolutely. Uh, so here we have things like Dispel Magic, Shield, um, Dispel Good and Evil, Greater Restoration, Invulnerability. Uh, cool. Anti-Magic Field. Fun yep. times. Fun times over here in Ab- Abjuration. Uh, Divination is mm. next. Um, this Knowing is when like- the rabbit will appear. Yes, very good, Jeremy. Or like, I guess yeah. knowing what kind of rabbit it is, or whether the rabbit is uh, like secretly a, a tarasque in going hiding. Going to be an angora rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or finding out whether this rabbit is like ancient and uh, has been around for a millennia <laughs> and has secrets untold. You, yeah, uh, so you here know the you've inner got... workings of the rabbit. You can yes. read the rabbit's mind. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you've got identify scrying love that spell it's an OG um, uh, locate creatures true seeing and foresight ooh mm. and detect um, thoughts yes detect thoughts is also on there um, mm. enchantment uh, this is I guess um, making the rabbit forcing the rabbit to do your bidding yeah. Yes. <laughs> or oh, okay, I went slightly less sinister than, than <laughs> yeah, rabbit, do this. I was like, hey, go to sleep, rabbit. Aww. I mean, yeah, that's, you're forcing the rabbit to do your bit. You really want this rabbit to take a nap. Um, there's some cr- crazy uh, good spells in here. We've got uh, oh a whole gosh. person, sleep, modify memory, mass suggestion, wow. feeble mind, power word kill. Yes. <gasps> How you like that? Power word kill. I that's that spell uh, it gives me the heebie the jeebies. There's some yeah. re- auto's irresistible dance if you really want this oh, rabbit to start yeah. start getting crunk. 
I hate that spell. This is a fun little tidbit here. Jeremy managed to screw me over uh, from a campaign he ran previously, managed to screw me over in a campaign that I ended up ri- uh, running because Jeremy gave uh, my our friend Johnny an item which allowed him to just cast Otto's Irres- Irresistible Dance like once per day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just a ridiculously good spell, but he plays the same character in my campaign. And I felt really weird being like, no, you can't have that cool item that you got. But it was from a different DM and it's so overpowered and I'm having to deal with it, not you. <laughs> Tee. Um, school of illusion. Uh, this is uh, making, this is smoke and mirrors. This is making the rabbit. Uh, making it appear that there are multiple rabbits. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Confusing the um, rabbit's mind. <laughs> generally beguiling either the, the rabbit. rabbit or those looking upon the <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> All of your rabbit beguilement spells. <laughs> Episode title. Uh, this is disguise. Uh, you've got disguise self, silent image, um, invisibility, hallucinatory terrain. I'm a big fan of that spell. Lots of really fun applications. Mm. Um, uh, project image. Uh, weird. What's weird? I've never heard of this spell, spell before. Weird is okay, not Okay, I'm not going to bother looking it up. Okay. Uh, it's just on the list here. Uh, and then finally, we've got transmutation. Uh, this mm. is this is water into wine. Turn your rabbit into a hare. T- yeah, yes. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, t- yeah, turn your rabbit into a hare, into a, a dog, uh, whatever, really. Into uh, another hat. Into another hat, of which you pull a rabbit using... Your pre- yeah. Exactly, but is it the you, same rabbit? Using conjuration, but is, is it, it the, the same, same rabbit? rabbit? We have no idea. Oh, that is like really quite a like terrifying thought. I feel like the is whole the- episode should be about this now, but no. <laughs> this, this is more interesting to me than anything else we've said so far. <laughs> we need to figure out what came first, the rabbit or the hat. Oh. Speaking of which, I uh, just want a quick side note. Prestige. Still one of Chris Nolan's best movies. Oh, unbelievable film. Oh, yeah. I recently oh, yeah. showed it to Jade because oh, I was yeah. like, to Jade, I was like, this is arguably my favorite Chris Nolan film. And she was like, what? But you're obsessed with Batman. And I was like, wait. And she watched it and was like, oh my God. <sighs> yeah. Such a good film. Uh, Love so that Hugh film. Jackman's speech towards the end, uh, probably oh, my favorite bit of dialogue. Yeah. In, in, I, I, in, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale just, just going together, off to, like, like, just on the level, just chewing yeah. scenery. I was like, oh, it's so good. It's like a delicious yeah. meal of a movie. You're just like, yes, Love yes, yes, yes. Uh, I do too. It's very, 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 very good. good. Almost um, as good as Tenet. Oh, there it is. And with transmutation, you get things like shape water, featherfall, gaseous form, stone shape, polymorph, uh, etherealness. Um, I think, I guess, true polymorph as well. Um, yeah. That's also yep, true a, polymorph. A true polymorph. What? An unbelievable spell. Um, you're a spoon. <laughs> you Fail this, you're a spoon. The rabbit is now a hat. The rabbit is now a hat. <laughs> Truly a hat. From yeah. which you pull another rabbit. rabbit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Um, so, yes, I think it's just good to know what the schools are because it's like like we said, like when you're homebrewing things, when you're coming up with stuff on the fly, it's good to know like where that might sit. And again, if you've got a wizard or a primary spellcaster that's got those kinds of spells, you don't want to like punish them, which I definitely have in the past, for mm. like being clever and doing something cool like that by just not 
having anything ready yeah. to go. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Whereas at least if you have this, either have this list somewhere, that's it's just very easy to go, okay, or now yeah. you can use the three black halflings method, what happens to the rabbit? It's the simplest way, <laughs> if, I think. If, if, yeah. if the rabbit interacts with the thing that you've made or the spell that you've created, what happens to the rabbit? <laughs> yes. Uh, and yeah, I've had to do this before on the on the fly once one of my characters or once one of my PCs got uh, detect magic because they would just use it very, very frequently, uh, which I Ooh. thought was a great idea. Uh, but I would then have to pull up the quick list and be like, okay, based on what I know is here, I had not, I didn't think of like which schools were going to be present ahead of time, but now I can just look at this list and be like, oh, okay, yeah, you'd have this one, this one, this one, and probably more of this one. I guess what would be fun, we could say, we could, I don't think we actually discussed this, but we could say what uh, school Mooty's Moonslither would be in. Mm. Um I'm guessing conjuration. I would say you, conjuration. Uh, conjuring, yeah. conjuring, yeah. <laughs> conjuring a, mm. a moon a out of thin air. A rabbit-shaped moon. English is running. Yeah. English, yeah. English is. English you know. is running. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna yeah. do the rest uh, of this. I, I would say, it, in... it, interestingly, it functions in a few ways because it also mm. is like simultaneously damage and battlefield control. But I would agree. I think conjuration, yeah, cool. conjuration, is at its core, because I guess the idea is is that it is just come uh, like it's, it's summoning a moon, mm-hmm. which uh, then does stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the that is almost like a byproduct of me summoning a moon. Yeah, like, exactly. That's you know what I mean. So it's all like the uh, the initial essence of the spell. I like that spell, man. I like what we did there. <laughs> I really like what we did there as well. Uh, I don't cool. know okay, if cool. people cool. will. I don't know when this is coming out. I don't know if people will have heard me use this spell in combat yet. But wait till you do if you haven't, because damn. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't, you need to go listen to it now. If it's out and it's available, <laughs> you need to go listen to it now because it's a cool spell. Yeah. Um, uh, there's also there's a couple of other schools that we or not schools, excuse me, but subclasses because most of yes. the wizard subclasses. Are just those schools. There's a few <laughs> others like the Blade Singer, Chronergy, Graviturgy, uh, Order of Scribes, and. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. War magic, uh, which are a little bit more. And actually, there is now the there's the UA as well, which is the uh, Mm. I believe it is the Magic the Gathering uh, based on the Magic the Gathering, which is like the schools of uh, Stricken, is it? Uh, or, or uh, something to, like that. There's a, there's some UA there as well. Um, we won't be getting into that. There's a lot yeah. to get through as it is. Uh, but we will have uh, one non-player handbook um, subclass today. But we have a couple from the original list. Um, do what? Should we dive in? Do you want Nazi? Maybe do yeah. you want to? Well, there's jump? still some more wizard abilities. Not oh, many. there's still it's, more wizard say, abilities. Not many because Gosh, the wizard is not. Once you get past all the front-loaded stuff. 
And mm. you, because really what, what we just described may sound complicated, but once you understand it, oh, I have a spell book, I write spells in it, I prepare spells from that list, and then I, I deal with like studying different kinds of magic. Then yes. it's, it's pretty straightforward from there. Because also, because that is the main crux in that, like, that's how you build your wizard, right? It's through yeah. this hmm. spell book, whatever it is. Like, you, that's how you kind of go, like, are they going to be an AoE type wizard? Are they going to be a blaster type wizard or a mm-hmm. protection type? Do you know what I mean? That's kind yeah. of what you're then dealing with. So it's like effectively the same as like it's, I guess it's almost like picking a secondary subclass do you know what I mean you're almost like yeah. kind of like okay how is that going to then feed into X, Y, Z and subclasses will be better at other things so uh, but yeah do you want to go through those last little things before yeah, we dive into I'll just, I'll, uh, I'll just run through them real quick so first one is Atasha's uh, Cauldron of Everything option it's optional it's called Cantrip Formulas at third level uh, you can uh, whenever you finish a long rest uh, and essentially consult your list of of cantrips in your spell book, you can replace one wizard cantrip you know with another cantrip from the wizard spell list. So all it does basically is just let you, it gives you flexibility in terms of cantrips, which mm-hmm. is very cool in my opinion. Most other class, I don't think any other class gets that that level of flexibility with their cantrips. Yes. Uh, so that's Very a useful. that's a cool one. Then we have the the normal ability score improvement uh, ver- or uh, or feat, which you get at fourth, eighth, twelfth, sixteenth, and nineteenth level. Pretty standard. Uh, that's the same. You can increase. Uh, you get two points that you can spend on a, a either one ability score or two different ability scores, increasing each by one. Or you can take a feat. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, you also at at eighteenth level. That's the next <laughs> key step. Wow, ability. that's a jump. Eighteenth level, yeah. you get spell mastery. Uh, you get mm. to choose a first and second level uh, wizard spell that are in your spell book, uh, and you can cast those at their lowest level without expending a spell slot when you have them prepared. So effectively, turning it into a cantrip. Yes, okay, cool. you basically turn a first level spell and a second level spell into a cantrip. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, and, uh, you, and, and you and I can also swap those out by spending eight hours in study. Uh, you can swap uh, one or both of the spells out for a different spell at the same level. Uh, and then at level 20, you get signature spell. Uh, when you are signature spells, excuse me, um, you get to choose two third level wizard spells in your spell book as your wizard as your signature spells. You always have them prepared. They don't count against the number of spells you have prepared, and you can cast each of them once at third level without expending a spell slot. Uh, you can do this once per short or long rest. Uh, and if you want to cast them either one at a higher level, you have to expend a spell slot as normal. But what that essentially mm. means is you can just have counter spell and fireball. Always yep. prepared. Always. And use them and once per short rest as a, uh, essentially as a cantrip. Uh, I don't okay, think cool. anyone's doing uh, evocation, but I'll throw this one out now. Uh, just as like an idea of how you can use this ability to its maximum. Uh, with evocation, you have an ability where you can just once per like short rest or long rest, you can just choose for your, uh, uh, your spell to do max damage. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's fun. That's spicy. You know what you got yeah. a Hail Mary you got to do? You know, like the DM says, hey, the looking hurt. And you're one of the last ones standing. There you go. Throw in a max damage fireball. <laughs> Throw in a yeah. max damage fireball. It's like 48 points, like guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, oh no, 20, 24 points guaranteed. Uh, yeah. 48, 48 points. If they fail. Uh, if they fail. Which so. by level 20, your saves should be very high. So. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, very good. Not very a bad good. set of abilities. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Not the best. Not like overpowered. I don't think. But, but coupled good. with some very good spellcasting stuff. That's what I think. Coupled yeah. with some of the subclass abilities, can be very good. 
Very mm. good. So why don't you bring us in with the first subclass? Inati, finally. <laughs> yeah. We are actually at the point that I've been saying we're at multiple <laughs> times during this episode and I don't we've know. Been, we've been trying, just like <laughs> Tenet, we've been I, trying I, to get to the point. <laughs> we're just, just been getting that point forever. and I keep having to bring it back and realise <laughs> yeah. that it hasn't happened yet. I, yeah. It was funny because I think I prepared more for this episode than I have with any of the previous ones in terms of like, okay, we'll do this, we'll do this, I've got an idea for this, and then, and then I just got started recording and immediately... It's gone from my brain. Um, <laughs> but I don't think people would want it any other way. Otherwise, yeah. uh, TB Halflings would be too predictable. And, yes. yeah. uh, the more professional this show gets, the less likable it becomes. Hell yeah. yeah. I completely, I think that is 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people uh, came for the shenanigans, okay? Yeah. And then yeah. they stayed maybe for the, you know, bit of actual <laughs> learning something. But You want yeah. that shambolic element. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be there. <clears throat> so please, shambles oh, yeah, your way through this, oh, okay, cool. Nutty, if you would like awesome. to. Awesome, cool. So uh, the school of necromancy, I mean, it's in Ooh. the name, right? Um, and you're dealing with uh, the ebb and flow of life and death. Um, so, yeah, you you focus your studies on uh, manipulating anything that animates living things. Um, you learn to sap the life force out of living creatures and transmute that energy to... Um, you can manipulate that power into, like, magical power. Um, and, yeah, I mean, necromancers do get a bad rap um, because usually in most settings and mm. most environments, being able to deal with death is taboo, you know? Mm. It's mm. not really, like, um, it's kind of frowned upon. I have a thought. Yeah. This is, like, a general, genuine thought, and I want to yeah. know what you think. Yeah. I, I wonder whether that is, like, us using our real-world uh, opinions uh, and putting it into a fantasy-based setting, which, obviously, of course, is what we have to do because that's, like, our frame of reference, right? Yeah. But, like, in a world where, pe- where like, essentially a pretty high-level wizard could resurrect people uh, or revivify people just, like, on a whim... I feel like well, maybe but not re- revivify, like, animate their corpse, or animate their corpse. You know that. Okay, that fine. That that feels a little. Yeah. You know. If it was just bringing people back, we have a whole different conversation. But this yeah. person's walking in and being like, "Oh no, no, no! Uh, <laughs> your your sister is now my servant." Okay, so what the point I'm talking about is more is like dealing. Just the idea of dealing with death is what I'm saying because I feel like you could uh, you could play like a. Necromancer in various different like yeah, uh, classes that we've picked, and do stuff like uh, reincarnation or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that mm. feels like it would not be frowned on as like a practice yeah. of yeah. magic to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna," you know, um, what's resurrection like? What's the the things around resurrection? Is that that that's the what's what? Uh, um, I believe it's a seventh level spell. Let me check here. Yeah, no yeah. more than a century. Didn't spell. die of old age. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like I feel like that, like if you if that was like your end goal, I feel like uh, that wouldn't be. It's not like you're doing anything. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I, I don't think that that's, that's necessarily like like uh, Jeremy was sort of saying. It's like cool, like if that's your end goal and that's the flavor you want to get to, but you still have to wait until you get a seventh level spell to actually do any of that. And Hell for yeah. the most part, you are bringing back people's corpses. And also, wizards don't get that spell. Only bards and clerics do. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Wizards can't bring anybody back to life. Uh, Ignore they can only me. Bring them yeah, back to if you're if you're school of necromancy, you're a shady. You're a shady dude. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I mean, like Saul really tried, like in in my kids' game, like he did really, really, really try, like um, to play a really sweet uh, um, school of necromancy. School of necro- necromancy wizard, and and it was kind of getting there in that he felt like there was, you know, he felt like he had to do things secretly at all times, but his goals were always good, and he tried to only. be Bring back bad people's corpses. 
Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I, I guess the point I ultimately I'm trying to make is that I feel like in a world in which these kinds of magics are just like taught and are just like around and like people have access to them, I feel like maybe they would be slightly less frowned upon than they would be in our world. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I suppose maybe not frowned upon, but like... Like um, I think I think they've just definitely misunderstood because I think there is an element of good and bad in all of these things. Like you yeah. could go, yeah. you could go absolutely Hell like yeah. megalomaniacal in any of these schools. So yeah. do you know what I mean? So I think I, it's just that yeah, the corpse thing. You know, we just can't mm. get past yeah, the yeah, corpse fine. thing. We can't get past the corpse thing. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, Hell yeah! Here's, here's an here's an idea for that may be a little bit more palatable. What oh. if? You are somebody who lost their pet, their beloved pet, and mm. you brought your pet back and you're primarily using this to bring back like facsimiles of animals or like, you know what I mean? It's mm. like, oh, you get to d- spend some time with your beloved pet. Uh, oh, that's kind of cool. Or like, as long a- as it's like a creepy undead version of my pet, though, because in which case I'd rather they stay dead. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You you would want to you want the pet to be as intact as possible. And yeah, you, want to, you, <laughs> you want the want rabbit to, bring them to have soon. not, you know, suffered yeah. evocation style spells beforehand. Yeah. Because like then run, getting... you don't want your pet to have been run over by a car, and then you bring <gasps> yeah, them back another animated cool. run over corpse, like somehow uh, able to walk despite yeah. like being horribly injured. Yeah, that's that. That's anyway, not cool we've got wildly off piece. I apologize, Sinasi. <laughs> it's uh, all good. Don't worry about it. Truly, the shambles is real. It's really hot. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So basically, that's kind of uh, that's kind of the flavor you're probably going to be going for. You might you're going to probably land up in the realm of gloom and doom, unless I don't know. You're like a jovial necromancer. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I want to see this. I think I definitely want to see this. Necromancy the musical. It's a cool. Yeah, it'd be great. We all use. Rabbits as spellcasting focuses. Yeah. <laughs> My rabbit was dead, and now it's technically still dead, but it moves. Yeah. <laughs> um, so cool. So necromancy savant at second level. Um, uh, the golden time you have to spend to copy a necromancy spell into necromancy spell into your spell book is halved. Uh, so that's useful if you want to be a necromancer. And then at second level, uh, grim harvest. You gain the ability to reap life energy from creatures you kill with your spells. Once per turn, when you kill one or more creatures with a spell of first level or higher, you regain hit points equal to twice the spell's level or three times its level if the spell belongs to the school of necromancy you don't gain this benefit for killing constructs or undead so you gain hit points for killing people with yeah. necromancy spells okay yeah look listen t- i take my point i take my point okay and i blast it into space <laughs> <laughs> uh sucking the life force out of things yeah it's probably pretty frowned on like i understand uh, what you mean about like life and death but it's not it's not as holistic as that you are literally mm. taking someone's life force and turning it into your own well, magical maybe, power. maybe yeah. 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 little vampiric yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah um cool then at sixth level you get undead thralls um you add the anime <laughs> anime Dead. Just getting worse. I know, right? You had the animate. I should have this up before I open my damn mouth. <laughs> Judge without you trying to be like, guys, why we gotta give everybody a bad rap here? Like, let's, let's be a little nicer than Necromancer. Like, no. I wish there was like a shot of Jasper's face throughout this. You can just see like, like, the, whole, the dismay and horror. Just like, oh no. Necromancer. People's, people's perception of me has wildly changed over the course of this hour and a bit. <laughs> the next so, interview. 
interview is like, so Jasper, I wanted to ask you actually, uh, why is it that you are in favor of bringing the dead uh, back as a facsimile, really an insult of, of their former lives uh, under the control of a clearly, clearly nefarious individual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, at sixth level, you add animate dead spell to your spell book if it's not already there. When you cast animate dead, you can target one additional corpse or pile of bones, creating another zombie or skeleton as appropriate. Whenever you create an undead using a necromancy spell, it has additional benefits. The creature's hit point maximum is increased by an amount equal to your wizard level, and the creature adds uh, your proficiency bonus to its weapon damage rolls. Then at tenth level, you get inert to undead death. Uh, beginning at 10th level, you have resistance to necrotic damage, and your hit point maximum can't be reduced. You have to... You have spent so much time dealing with undead and the forces that animate them that you have become inured to some of their worst effects. Mm. Okay. Because you're the dead gross guy. I mean, it's a pretty nice thing, but you're that's the dead okay. gross guy. That's, 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 the too equal gross that guy. that's, that's good. the least yeah. sinister uh, yeah. fact oh, of the ability so, so all far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I just want to throw out, very helpful for a wizard who is going to have little hit points to start with. Yeah. Like, there are yeah. some creatures that a wizard could come up against and be instant, like, be gone in a round or two yeah. if they yeah. get their max hit points reduced. Because then also you could get insta-kills because yeah. it would do double, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a useful, that's useful one. That's, that's a useful very useful. And then finally, um, so uh, you get Command Undead. So starting at 14th level, you can use magic to bring undead under your control, even those created by other wizards. As an action, you can choose one undead that you can see within 60 feet of you. That creature must make a charisma saving throw against your wizard spell save DC. If it succeeds, you can't use this feature on it again. If it fails, it becomes friendly to you and obeys your commands until you use this feature again. Intelligent undead are harder to, are harder to control in this way. If the target has an intelligence of 8 or higher, it has advantage on the saving throw. If it fails the saving throw and has an intelligence of 12 or higher, it can repeat the saving throw at the end of every hour until it succeeds and breaks free. So like vampires, you can just straight control vampires. I mean, it would be a tough one. You probably get a couple rounds, maybe. Just because yeah. if you get you're, an hour. Uh, well, no, just because of the uh, intelligence, I'm guessing of a vampire, like might Pretty be high. well. I don't know if it would be but over yeah, twelve. But at least if it failed, you'd get an hour. Yeah. No, well, you, didn't it say repeat at the end of its turn? We have pretty good saves at that level. Did not say at the end of every, it, its turn. If it fails uh, no. saving throw and has a turn, it can repeat the saving throw at the end of every hour until it succeeds and yes. Oh snap! So you get damn. A free hour. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Strath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> that's good. crazy. That is. That's so yeah, very yeah. Cool. Um, there are lots of fun. Uh, hey, full of like one, light and joy. That one you could. Uh, that one you could make very unsinister though. Yes. Town getting yeah, yeah, attacked yeah. by some undead. You just go no, 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 no. No. And you yeah. turn them around, or at least yeah. the leader or whatever. You turn yeah. them around. You say no, not today, sir. Exactly. That's a good and one. this doesn't yeah, seem no, to have always. a limit. This doesn't have a limit. You can use this over and over and over. This isn't yeah. like a once per short or long rest thing. You could just keep using it. As long wow. as they're not making the save, you can just, like, uh, uh, so many zombies. Skeleton yeah. army. Uh, what I'm hearing here is that this uh, this subclass will turn you into the Night King. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. From Game of Thrones. You yeah. can yeah. just you can just raise your arms, give the come at me, th come at me boy <laughs> sign to uh, John Stowe <laughs> and just an army of his own slain allies rise <laughs> at, at your beck and call. 
And just yeah. and just Pretty like the cool. Night King, you can apparently be taken out in one little knife through the heart because your hit point total is rock bottom. Uh, spoilers for Game of Thrones. I'm a big fan of what you just said. I think that was a great way to complete the metaphor. I think Thank Arya you. is definitely a rogue and would have very high sneak attack damage. Almost certainly could kill a high level wizard in a yeah. in a blow, like yeah. legit. Yeah. If she was a high belt. Big fan of the way you just completed that metaphor. Thank Begin you. Yeah. I've, yeah. I'm starting to redeem myself slightly for my affiliation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there, there must be ways. I'm sure people have done it before in terms of like like what you suggested earlier. Like you, uh, you've started out like a terrible person, but now you're redeemed. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe there's a way you could reskin it. So like the spirit of them comes out and they're not like, pissed about it they're like hey and like maybe they can't say anything but they're like attack for you i guess it's yeah. a bit weird obviously if it's like someone who Ooh. didn't like didn't like you working for you oh my god like, i had a really sad thought what if like when you were young like your whole family was was slain while you were busy being a wizard and mm-hmm. then you saved them all and brought them back to life and their spirits are still kind of with them so your family are your slain oh, subjects protecting you, you in get, fights do you like get spirit Michonne guardians the walking dead no, you yeah. do not. Spirit Guardians oh, is a cleric ability. That should be. Uh, that would be. That would be a very is. cool. Uh, that's a very. I mean, that's a very cool premise for that. If you could get that spell, um, mm. the, the, your family just appear around you, yeah, and like uh, just fully, <laughs> just like fully start going ham. You summon the yeah. spirits of of those uh, who have died. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually once played in a game. I actually, I'm still technically playing in the game. Uh, Jasper, this was this was after you left. Um, <laughs> we, uh, right. in oh which yeah, I know what we're talking about. There was a there was a wizard who had lost his body and his memory and had no idea what had originally happened to him, and so he was hell bent on creating himself a new body. Uh, out of, I guess, he was collecting corpses of of other people to study them to figure out the best way to create a body. I don't remember if that if that character was a necromancer, but it seems tailor-made to be a necromancer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just want to throw that out there. It's, there's a lot of cool things you can do with this where you're not like a complete monster, but you're mm. this, this is setting you up to be sinister pretty much no matter what. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you could, I, yeah. although, Sinister please. undertones, because you can use your power for any means. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's the it's more like the actions, I think, that people would judge you on more than the actual means in which you do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. like the Punisher yeah. or whatever is still technically a hero. Like, he's Oof. just, you know, well. <laughs> by, by a slim yeah. margin. Deadpool. By Let's a go with Deadpool. Slim margin. <laughs> Even Deadpool, I don't know. Slightly, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Have better luck with the Punisher. <laughs> Fil- film Ooh. version. Let's go for yeah. film version. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jade, cut this out. Cut this out. Please cut yeah. this out, Jade. <laughs> Deadpool didn't even want to be a hero. That's the yeah, whole thing with the first yeah. one. Oh, look, no. okay, yeah. look, Jasper, my did takes... you watch the movies, Jasper? Look, my takes are pretty hot today, okay? And they're not <laughs> hitting the mark. Yeah? <laughs> so I, you know what they are? They're like a hot corpse. <laughs> uh, Jasper playing a necromancer yeah. in the next campaign confirmed. Confirm. <laughs> Depending on the setting as well, like you could you, you could be hmm. Doctor Frankenstein if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah, you know oh, I mean? that would be and, hella fun. And then you have your monsters, right? And mm. like that would be cool. Try and do some sort of uh, artificer uh, r- wizards like multi class where yeah. you're resurrecting like just, just like huge armored monsters to come like fight and just shield you from everything <laughs> like, yeah. you're like really hung up on this low HP <laughs> like you're just like 
like really speaking of which in in the the campaign in which uh, it's a home game that I run in which Unati's a player we I've talked mm. about it multiple times on here one mm. of the PCs died and was brought back in a using a method that kind of had some strong Frankenstein vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the yeah. person who did it claimed to have learned it from another person who has yet to appear. So who knows what's going on there. But uh, yeah, a lot of things you can do with this. Should yeah. we move on to the next uh, subclass, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you yeah, jump yeah, in, Jeremy? Like whole, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> since I'm doing one that's outside of the... Okay, uh, I'm going to roll, because there's two that I want to do, but I'm only going to do <laughs> one on this episode. So I'm going to roll uh, one to two. Uh, is divination three to four is enchantment? This I think I know which one be, you want. Let's see. That's a three. We're doing enchantment. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, enchantment and uh, necromancy, and basically every single uh, wizard uh, uh, subclass that deals with a school of magic is in the player's handbook. So basic yes. level uh, everything. There are really have not been as many subclasses for the wizard created after the player's handbook, just because there were so many initially. There were so many already. Yeah, um, yeah. Enchantment is one that I think people sleep on a little bit. Uh, so school of enchantment, just like every other wizard subclass, you can, you can copy enchantment spells, uh, for half the amount of, in half the amount of time and for half the cost. Uh, uh, it's, it's, that's the savant thing is for every single wizard subclass, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. also at level two, uh, you get hypnotic gaze, which lets you magically enthrall another creature as an action. They have to be within five feet of you. You have to be able to see them and they have to be able to see or hear you. And then you can force them to succeed on a wisdom saving throw against your wizard spell save DC or be charmed by you until the end of your next turn. Uh, the charmed creature's speed drops to zero and the creature is incapacitated and visibly dazed. So it's very similar to the monk's stunning strike in that mm, regard. Okay. Uh, mm. Except that on subsequent turns, you can use your action to maintain this effect, extending Ooh. its duration until the end of your next turn. However, mm-hmm. the effect Very ends. juicy out of combat utility for that mm. one. Yes, if you just need somebody to not do something and you just or walk to just, up to like, a to guard and you... Them. Yeah, and you just... Yeah. Whoop, uh, and even in combat, if you want a free round of just everybody wailing on somebody mm. while they're just like, just standing there getting just destroyed, uh, yeah. could be very useful. And very useful. if you're willing to sacrifice pretty much all of your attack spells because it takes your action to maintain, uh, you could just keep this going and they get no more saves. It's just how it goes. Now, you have to get within wow. five feet, so that's a risk, but. Sure. Uh, the effect does end if you move more than five feet away from the creature or if the creature can neither see or hear you or if the creature takes damage. So in that regard, actually, it doesn't work uh, to <laughs> wail on everybody. I forgot about that factor. <laughs> really not. It's really it's it's good uh, in the way that Jasper said uh, hey. to try and get, take somebody out temporarily and like distract Jeremy, them. <laughs> welcome over. Come over here into the shed of hot takes. Oh, no, 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 no. I have my own shed. Thank you. You stay in the you stay in the stinky corpse shed i'll stay in the <laughs> forgot that one that, that caveat shed <laughs> uh, you'll end up here one day as i just pat, pat a corpse's head and then it comes back to life briefly <laughs> guys it's hot it's hot in england we've lost the plants so we've all just cooked our brains it, is, it is genuinely cooked and it we can't turn any fans on while we're recording, recording? Yeah. 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 
so uh, once the effect ends or if the creature succeeds on its initial saving throw against the effect, you can't use this feature again on that creature until you finish a long rest. So again, pretty much unlimited uses in total, just you can only use it once on a creature per long rest mm. Uh, mm. on an individual creature, that is. Uh, so not the greatest ability, but also not bad. If you're creative with it, it can be pretty decent. Um, Instinctive Charm is the next thing you get at 6th level. Uh, When a creature you can see within 30 feet of you makes an attack roll against you, you can use your reaction to divert the attack, provided that another creature is within the attack's range. The attacker must make a Wisdom saving throw against your Wizard Spell Save DC. On a failed save, the attacker must target the creature that is closest to it, not including you or itself. If multiple creatures are closest, the attacker chooses which one to target. On a successful save, you can't use this feature on the attacker again until you finish a long rest. Uh, and you must choose to use this feature before knowing whether the attack hits or misses. Hits or mm-hmm. uh, creatures that cannot be charmed are immune to this effect. This one, I would say, is a little better. Hmm. Oh. A little have, better. Does it, it has, how close does the other creature have to be to the one you're targeting? It has Five to be feet. within range. Within okay. range. Oh, okay. So they, if they were like shooting at you with like mm-hmm. a, a bow. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay. I was thinking if it was in melee, then. Yeah, that could be a little tricky, but no, yeah, that, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, because uh, you, cool. you could basically force them to target one of your allies instead of you. Ooh. Uh, or like one of their allies instead yeah. of you, depending on the proximity. Uh, I would I would say this is, again, okay. It can yeah. be, because there are other spells that wizards have to try and stop attacks, mm. I think this is a good option to have in your back pocket in case you need it. Yes. Okay. But it could um, be risky because obviously you might end up them getting them hit yeah. ally or something. So. But like if it's a situation yeah. where say you have cast a really powerful spell that you need to maintain concentration on and your other mm. allies can take the damage and you have very low AC and are in a vulnerable position, uh it could be very useful. Could be a life. Couldn't imagine. Couldn't imagine it. Could Couldn't be a life Yeah. You would have have no idea. Uh, None of us can imagine a scenario in which that, that could be the case. But you know. Next up. Uh the next one is really good Mm. this is a slept on ability but it is insanely good okay starting at 10th Mm. level this is called split enchantment starting at Mm -hmm. 10th level when you cast an enchantment spell of first level or higher that targets only one creature you can have it target a second creature Ooh, that is good i just want to i just want to reread this enchantment spell list yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, some of these uh, in oh, fact, I'm going to specify for wizard. Could you, could you use... Oh, That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm going to let you get to it. I'm so, going to let you get to it. So, but oh my God. First level, you get hideous laughter, Tasha's hideous laughter. That can yeah. now target two people. Cool. Uh, you get hold person at second cool. level. You get suggestion at cool. second level. Uh, you get um, Gaius at fifth level. Oh, hold monster Gaius. at fifth level. Modify memory at oh. fifth level. Uh, you get Otto's Irresistible Dance at 6th mm. level. You get Dominate Monster at 8th level. You get Feeble Mind at 8th level. Yeah, And at ninth level, you get Power Word Kill. There it <gasps> is. There All it is. All of those can now target two creatures. Uh, Less than 100 hit points. Blam. Two you can things. You insta-kill Insta-dead. Insta-dead. Two characters. As a DM... That makes me want to throw up. <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. Like, that's not a... That's a... Whew, wow. 
that's really really good yeah and even even just hold person and suggestion and things like that you yeah. can just cast this spell and take well, two people out for well, a whole well, how often do you get in a scenario where you're like there is two guards by the door mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so like you could cast suggestion but the other guard will see you casting suggestion like there are yep. so many applications for this yeah. it's and now you have two people under your control essentially for eight hours mm. or if, mm. if it's gaius it's even more ridiculous uh, oh, that's a is good ability. A really good ability. Yeah, I like that. Uh, it's I. I remember uh, I found out about this from watching the Dungeon Dudes uh, breakdown. Of, they were they were um, ranking all of the wizard subclasses on a tier list, and they mm. ended up ranking. I believe they ranked enchantment as S tier based primarily on that ability. Because mm. uh, how many times wow. do you get to use it? Once once per long rest, or every every single time you cast one. What? There is no limit. What? I beg your pardon. There's no, there's the, the, the one sentence that I read is the whole ability. So you can use it every single time you cast That's an enchantment spell that, that targets only one creature. That is ridiculous. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, you can just, okay. every time you cast suggestion, I... hit two people. Ah, uh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Cool, 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 uh, cool, cool. And then finally, at 14th level, you get Alter Memories. Uh, you gain the ability to make a creature unaware of your magical influence on it. When you cast an enchantment spell to charm one or more creatures, you can alter one creature's understanding so that it remains unaware of being charmed. So I would say that makes spells like Charm Person and stuff mm. like that more usable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've never wanted to use one of those spells. Be- yeah. For the sole reason that, that people always know that you did it. Uh, yeah. And that's yeah. just too risky. Uh, but additionally, before the spell expires, you can use your action to try and make the chosen creature forget some of the time it spent charmed. Uh, if the creatures, uh, the creature must succeed on an intelligent saving throw against your spell save DC, uh, your wizard spell save DC, or lose a number mm-hmm. of hours of its memory equal to one plus your charisma modifier. You can c- make the creature forget less time and the amount of time can't exceed the duration of your enchantment spell. Uh, so if okay. it's suggestion, it can't exceed eight hours. Sure. Uh, so but still, would, based on the back of that ability, if you went for enchantment wizard, it would be a good idea to get decent charisma as well. Yeah, nice. uh, but that's that's like that's basically like alter memory or modify memory. Mm. That's like a free use of alter memory, and or especially me, if you're then memory. winning on two people. Like you can do that on two people. Like you know that would be mm-hmm. like applies to two people. And again, you can use it as many times as you want. That's ah, cool. man, that's so wild. Because yeah, there's so many things where you could go like if you've made someone do something, but you want to like you know say make someone go into a place, take a thing, and give it to you. All you need to do is make them forget the last bit, and they'll forget who they gave it to. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like stuff yeah. like that. They can forget having done any of it. They can yeah. just be like, they could forget the whole thing. But even if they time. remembered they did do it, it wouldn't matter because they wouldn't remember the person they gave it to, where they left it. Like, yep. there's like a handover. Like, there's a whole, you know, there's, there's oh, lots of applications. That's yeah. a nice class. Uh, yeah. Subclass. I like it's, that. It's it's solid. I think it's slept on in comparison mm. to divination, which is the other one I was considering. Divination has historically been like the premier wizard subclass. It's very very good. 
well, head over to our Patreon. At some point, there will be a multi-class rundown. Yeah, if you want to hear me talk about it on the Patreon, yeah, uh, yeah. Head he'll over talk there. about it on the Patreon. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Uh, so I will go in uh, lastly, mm-hmm. uh, but not least, uh, with a pr- another, I think, very powerful I've, uh, uh, subclass for the wizard, uh, and that is uh, the uh, chronogy magic. Uh, this is mm. the uh, this is found in the Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount. Uh, as everyone knows, I'm a fan of that book, and damn, there is some abilities in here. A um, little bit differently to the others. Uh, they don't get the uh, halving ability of any of the particular, uh, whatever the particular schools yeah. they're in. Um, that's the one, sorry, yes. Uh, uh, but at second level, you do get Chronal Shift. Uh, you, magi- you magically exert li- a limited control over the flow of time around a creature as a reaction after you or a creature you can see within 30 feet makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw. You can force the creature to re-roll. You make this decision after you you find out whether it succeeds or not. So you can just give somebody uh, in advantage after they've failed. Mm. Um, uh, they must obviously use the uh, second result. Uh, and the ability... You can use this ability twice uh, and you g- regain any expended um, uses after a long rest. I think that's very... Second level... That's very good. It's yeah. very good. Yeah, uh, very useful. There, I can think of a lot of like party saving moments that rely yep. on like unability, like one check, one ability mm-hmm. check, and the ability uh, to just go do it again. <laughs> on on <laughs> MadPod, currently uh, their second campaign, uh, Emily Axford is playing uh, Chronergy Wizard. Oh, and dear, that is terrifying. Shift the idea has come. Of, yes, it is. That is very the, idea of, the idea of Emily Axford wielding this is horrifying. Yeah. And yeah. it's been extremely useful so far. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, very good. And, uh, and also it says makes uh, it, like it doesn't say if they've already had advantage or disadvantage or anything like that. It's just like if they've failed or succeeded, you can just say roll it again. So mm-hmm. like there's no bearing even what's come before to affect that role. Like I think it's very, very useful. Yeah. Um, then you also get temporal awareness. You get to add your intelligence modifier to initiative roles. Starting that's, a second I level. That's, that ain't that bad. Is, that is pretty, pretty cool. Good. Um, it should be a plus three, even at that level. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. Because yeah, because a minimum you probably have a sixteen in this, or a, no? Did you get a sixteen on standard array? I'm, uh, I think you start with a fifteen, but you should you 15. should ideally so, try and start with a plus three to your primary stat. If you yeah, can. for sure. That's what I'm saying. It'd be, it'd be that's what I'm saying. It'd be at least a plus three. Yeah. Um, uh, nice. So that's fun. Uh, and then oh. um, you get okay. So this is where it starts to get a little bit for me, a little bit, a little bit wild here. Uh, okay. So we get momentary uh, stasis as uh-huh. an action. You can magically force a large or smaller creature you can see within sixty feet of you to make a Constitution saving throw against your spell save DC. DC <laughs> DC. Unless the saving throw is a um, unless the saving throw is a success. Uh, the creature is encased in a field of magical energy until the end of your next turn um, or until the creature takes a damage. Whilst encased this way, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. You can use this spe- feature up to in, in, uh, up to your intelligence modifier as a minimum of once. Uh, I think it's a really useful spell. Obviously, it's still up until they take damage or whatever, but if you need to stop something from doing a thing, give, your, uh, give yourself... like. 
Jeremy said, like a round to just mm-hmm. prep, get some heals in, whatever it may be. Mm. Uh, your spell save at sixth level is going to be relatively high. Um, I think this is especially useful if you're up against like a non-monster, like anything that's like, because monsters tend to have like quite a high constitution, but like if you're up against like a person of yeah. any kind, they might not have the best con. If you and need so, to run away from somebody. Exactly. Because yeah. it can't exactly. take actions or reactions. Yeah. Um, I think that's very good and the idea that okay so by 6th level maybe we're looking at a plus 4 here if you've already had an ability score improvement you might want to you know uh, bump that up you're looking at least 4 times that's no spell required no nothing it's just an action that you can do like mm-hmm. I think that's very very, very good. cool yeah, um, yeah. nice yeah it's a solid ability yeah uh, then we get Arcane Abeyance. I believe it's Abeyance. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you cast a spell using a uh, spell slot of fourth level or lower, you can condense the spell's magic into a moat. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, the spell is frozen in time at the moment of casting and can be held uh, by uh, within a gray bead for one hour. The bead is a tiny object with an AC of 15 and one hit point and is immune to poison and psychic damage. When the duration ends or the bead is destroyed, there are advantages in a flash of light and the spell is lost a creature holding the bead can use an action to release the spell uh, within whereupon the bead disappears the spell uh, uses your spell attack and save dc and the spell teach the creature as its caster for all purposes i think this is so cool and so cool. useful like oh Hey barbarian, want a fireball? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like just some, do you know what I mean? Like this, I just feel like there's some really fun yeah, uh, potential for uses for this. Maybe I, and what I was thinking is earlier, if we have our Triton uh, on the boat, uh, yeah. you can just leave a spell on the deck. You yeah. know what I mean? And just be like, here you go. If you need this, I just think it could be a really fun, a uh, bit of a like hell mary move, just yeah. to kind of give to someone else that's not j- just you. Like I think it really does potentially give the option for someone else to be uh, a primary spellcaster. Not to mention constitution, because uh, it says it treats the caster as uh, if it's the person who expends it as the caster. So there's no reason you couldn't uh, use a concentration spell. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you can have two constitu- concentration spells going at once, and yep. if you had something like a barbarian or something holding it, you're probably going to have crazy high con saves. Yeah. Is it con saves? Do they get uh, high, high con uh, saves? Well, I don't, uh, con- uh, barbarians, I don't think, can concentrate while they're raging. But like, no, there are true. Other classes but there are other things really that good, get yeah, good uh, boosts to con and con saves, yeah. etc. Um, so like, you can have two high level, uh, you know, like area effects or whatever going at once. And that yeah. could be, again, party saving. Um, yeah. And I think for a 10th level, you get some fun spells around yeah, that, around that time. Yeah, it's a solid one. You get it's a really spells. Spell really good. Now this one, 14th level, I think this is truly game-breaking stuff right here. <laughs> You peer through the possible... Oh, sorry, this is called Convergent Future. You peer okay. through the possible futures and magically pull one of them into the events around you, ensuring one particular outcome. When a creature within 60 feet of you makes an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, you can use your reaction to ignore the die that was rolled and decide whether they succeed or fail by one. That's just it. You just decide. <laughs> just, no, you didn't. And you failed <laughs> um you do have a, and i and this is a feature that i really like and i think it's coming into a lot of the more uh a lot of the newer stuff uh that we're getting from wizards um which is that like for big things like this there's like a downside so you do get a level of exhaustion when you use this 
Okay. Uh, which obviously could be very bad. This is, but I, this is a, again, like this is a Hail Mary move. You're using this at the end of the combat when you are, like you just need this one thing that needs to happen. Well, you need to get, you need to burn through legendary resistances. Plus- also, yeah. I would like to point out that uh, this is a this is this is something could be used for impossible checks. <laughs> like, mm. there's no reason if your DM goes, well, okay, roll a thirty-five. Okay, uh, I rolled a thirty-six. Yeah, the, 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 the legit you could do like it's That's, a ridiculous, wow. it's, it's really a ridiculous good. ability. It's a ridiculous no. ability. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> That's really, really good. That's a good idea. Yeah, this is... Put it like, as a DM, really you need ability. to be aware. Just some things you need to just say no. <laughs> because otherwise, do you know what I mean? Like, no. your players uh, could yeah. abuse this Roll ability. Roll me a 30. Yeah. Uh, don't okay, I got a 31. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is like reliable talent taken to its extreme. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is anyone within 60 feet. This could be the bad guy. This could be an ally. This could be you. Yep. It's just oh that somebody good. somebody about to lose concentration on that spell? No, nope. I don't think so. No, <sighs> I'm a bit I'm a bit tired now, but no, we, we we succeeded. And honestly, first level of exhaustion only gives you disadvantage on ability checks, which yeah. wizards aren't going to be succeeded, making a lot of ability so. checks during combat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, most of the time. Uh, so. so yeah, I just I think that's a it's it, it flavor wise, it definitely makes sense. I get it. I think it's very cool, but damn. Yeah. Used in the right way, it's utterly broken. (laughs) That's yeah. Those abilities, I would say, there's not a single bad ability in the bunch. They're all varying levels of very good. Like Mm. one is like ooh, and then one's like okay, okay. uh, I I can see why that that's like competes with the divination wizard now Mm. for like the Mm. premier, like the best wizard subclass. Yeah, for a lot of people. I just I think as an like if you're building like an AOE like an area of effect wizard, uh, like that's like your primary thing. I think this is. so good there's so many thi- like uses here um you know maintaining two concentration spells at once uh giving someone advantage even after they've rolled uh you know there's like a ho- or, or disadvantage uh you know th- there's just a whole lot of like very cool area based i think it, like particularly lends itself to that like area based stuff or, or just at least support stuff um and i like it i think it's very mm. cool and i like the idea of just being yeah. a time wizard i am yeah. doctor who Woo-hoo. And what? Although arguably cooler than Doctor Who, because Doctor Who doesn't have any of these abilities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so yeah. Also, I just like to say, uh, character is called the Doctor, not called Doctor Who. Uh, just like um, yeah, yeah. It well, needs the Doctor. Listen, I'm already in a shed of dead fucking corpses, Jeremy. Come at me. I don't just, care. Uh, the doc- <laughs> the doctor's in here as well, okay? I don't even like the show. An American why, has just corrected a Brit why on Doctor Who. Doctor? I am officially in the bin this episode. That's the, that's the, the whole point of the name of the show is that the character's called the doctor. Doctor Who. Yeah. I would like to... I'm also a dual citizen, so technically an American and a Brit. Okay, fine. That makes it slightly better. Uh, yeah. But either way, I would like to be, if I could be uh, unduly dispatched and resurrected as someone's zombie <laughs> companion, I think that's arguably the best fate I can hope for at this point after this episode. Ooh, here's a um, question. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. If you if you die as a necromancy wizard, but are somehow able to cross back over from whatever plane your soul was sent to, mm-hmm. could yeah. you reanimate your old body? Hell yeah, I'd let that happen. Yeah. Too. Yeah, Go that'd be it. well fun. That'd, that'd, be, that'd, that'd yeah. be if my player found a way to do that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. you're a straight fucking genius. Like, well, that, okay. just do it. That's what I'm Hell yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Uh, 
give the I don't know, give the um, have two wizards in the party and give the, one of the other one like the one that died a, the bead of thingy. Look if, look, if this goes off, just resurrect yourself. There's resurrections <laughs> in here somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. That was that real was fun. fun. Wizards are cool, dude. Wizards are very cool. Yeah. I still feel like I want to. Uh, I I I think my builds. I think I'd still like the idea of like multiclassing a wizard, just because I think it it gives you some cool stuff. But I'd like some other, um, like some melee stuff would be fun, just so I'm not completely screwed, you know, when they get close to me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I really like the idea of basically building. I I the way I imagine it now would be a uh, like a super saiyan would just be like an evocation wizard crossed with like a monk. I feel like mm. that would be super fun, mm. uh, a f- super fun build. Um, so um, if you want to find out more about Advocation Wizards, you can head over to the Patreon mm. and find out what they yeah. do. I think, I think yeah. Wizard and Artificer would be a pretty decent mm. combination. Um, I, I personally feel like Wizards aren't super... I don't, I don't, I don't like really the idea of multiclassing with them simply because you miss out on so many spells. Like it's, they sure. get so many spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, is true. This and is true. yeah, I'm trying to think of like, I guess, a, I mean, if you want a rogue wizard, just take Arcane Trickster. Or if you want a yeah. fighter wizard, just take Eldritch Knight. Yeah. Um, yeah. If yeah, you're, if, if you want to play a barbarian wizard, I don't know if I can help you there because that. <laughs> well, that, that's just that's yeah, not a just good combination. Diametrically yeah. opposed. Uh, um, uh, just deter- just the rage. Just, just okay, the fine. I'll come rage. up with a Super Saiyan uh, subclass for the monk. Fine. I feel like I feel like if I was going to build a Super Saiyan, it would be some something like a, bar- a combination of like barbarian and monk because of that that element of anger. I guess yeah, mm. rage. That makes sense. Well, yeah. Okay, getting back in the shed, everyone. Uh, that'll be all for me. Uh, I feel like you this, this episode show? has been me dunking on you, and that's, that's <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, like, I've just been watching this and been like, "Where's my uh, popcorn?" Arguably, this is one of my favorite episodes. I've, I've really, I've had a great time. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, as soon as I knew I was in the shed, I, would, I was very happy in here. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, "Why get out now?" <laughs> Why don't just keep going? Anything that comes into your brain, Jasper, you go for it. It doesn't matter just if you're say wrong. It all. Say it all. You'll Say, have, have no, that one you, those good of you who are listening there. will have no idea just the the incredible political views that had to be cut out of this episode. Why? Every time. Every time. You always have to make it real. You always have to make it real. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, justice for necromancers, I believe that we should. <laughs> <laughs> we should oh all goodness. embrace the potential of life after death. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should end the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time. Uh, yeah, just oh like the boy. prestige. Uh, this is the prestige, like the prestige of the episode, and um, this for our final trick, we will uh, we'll end this episode right here. So long, Shirefo. Imagine if I so long. So long, Honestly, I would like to suggest. Yeah, I'd like to advocate for that ending. Cutting it right. We'll see what I don't know what happens. No, see. so long, Shirefo. I actually really like that. I think That's we the prestige that. of the episode. That's the final yeah. trick. Yeah. Is that it just yeah. cuts there? You want um, to be fool.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.